What's up, world? How we doing? How we living? Undeniable perception, episode 65. Brother from the same mother? Atlanta's back! Finally, man. Yeah, what are you giving to get 65? What are you giving you put 6 and 5 together when you add them together? Fox, 11. No, you get 11, right? Kyrie Irving? Get 11, so that means that Atlanta's an 11 out of 1 out of 10 scale, man. I'm excited. No, you know what you call that? It's a Wale line. And he says she's not a she's not a dime she's a Concord because the Jordan Eleven you guys love Wally he never gravitated towards him. he's really good. well he's better than J Cole <laughs> <laughs> at what at staying irrelevant no. I'll give you that <laughs> better nah, than I'm J fine. Cole You're he's not he's no not. he's never gravitated towards him no but he's really a lot of people liked him he was hot for a minute right his mixtape the thing I remember is about him is that he was at a game watching like a sports game remember and they didn't recognize him and he got all pissed oh really or something like that like years back like an interview like oh, I'm a rapper on Wale or something like that oh he used to be on Speak for Yourself all the time remember was he I think so he was on one show on Marcellus Wiley like that. oh no that was before Marcellus Wiley huh? yeah that was I think the so other guy. he was on something bro I think oh, it was this, the your boy dude Shannon Sh- before Shannon Sharps together Skip Bayless speaking of Marcellus Wiley man I'm all geeked out so I, I hit him with a with a message regarding oh, nice. the uh, the Naomi Osaka thing that we were talking about last time, mm-hmm. and he replied back. It was so tough. what did he say? He said, "Thanks for the love." You know, I said the thing, and then I had told him because on the comment I said I won't buy your book. So when he hit me, I I book came in and sent a picture as promised, man. That's dope. You and then I was up going Rafa because he was at the Indian Wells, and my boy lost in the final, bro. Man. Even with the number one guy out, he can't win. He's the number one guy. He had to beat himself. So what's up, man? How you doing, man? How you feeling, man? You you were you've been sick all week. How, how where you at right now? Your percentage wise? I'm probably I could probably I was able to eat a second meal today. So at best, I'm able to eat probably like once or twice a day. So it's just all in your stomach, man. Yeah, it hasn't passed through. It hasn't passed through. You like whatever are, I have, and that's because you never get sick. Maybe it's a time when you do get sick, it bombs you like. You're out like for a week or something. When's the last time you got sick prior to this time? I've only been sick with food poisoning. Like the last time was probably like five years ago. I ate some like taco spot right. on Riverside Drive. But it hasn't lasted a week. I think it's more than just food poisoning, man. Yeah, I got food a bug. you like 48 hours. I got like a stomach flu. Nah, I read that the most severe one is two weeks. 14 days. Yeah, that's like an indigenous country though, right? Like eating something like nah. eating mud or something? I've always gotten it for like a, like last time. I think I got it for four days. Okay. This is the worst I've ever gotten it. I'm still yeah, bloated. I can't, I can't even work out. I'm and too how tired. You, how are you doing still being a, a father of two, man? Well, that's, that's the worst, right? Because when you're sick and you still got to watch, that's got to be tough. Yeah, that's hard. But yeah, like... Like, I can't even, like, when I was making Ezekiel's mac and cheese, like, I couldn't even smell it. Smell it. Yeah. It was making me want to gag. Oh, dude. Like, I, uh, not to compare my situation to yours because mine's worse. Like, today I didn't sleep much, right? Mm -hmm. I was just tired. So, what can I do? I was like, oh, I don't have to watch it, but I can take a nap. (laughs) No, but I do feel a little bit, like, weird sometimes because it's like, well, not weird. I gotta say, it's not weird. It's not weird. I feel a little like, and it may apply even though it's rational it makes it like imposter syndrome sometimes because sometimes I look around and I'm like man my life is good you know the way mm. I feel like in terms of I think it's probably just because of the way I appreciate things and the way I view things because other people look at my life and like man you ain't got shit but me like I'm like oh right now if I want to I can just lay low and not do shit 
And mm-hmm. to me, that's freedom. Like, oh, I just, I could do that. So when I think about, damn, I wouldn't be able to have that luxury if I had kids. But mm-hmm. obviously having the kids is way better. But it's just one of those things, you know, like I could be like, oh, man, I could just pass out right now if I want. Well, I mean, it's what you're used to, too. Yeah. You've had this life for, what, like the last 10 years? Yeah, I guess. You've been living this, right? Yeah. Like, if, like with me, like when I had, like it was weird, like I was telling Mercy, it's like when we go to Disneyland, it's like not, it's like a job now. Like it's not going to Disneyland to have fun. You just want to want the kids to have fun. Yeah, so like me, like I'm living, like... Like I'm living through my kids, bro. So like every every experience they have is like very rewarding to see. Right. Like the expression they have. So that's what I, that's what always supersedes like being sick and like right. having going through through like a, a tantrum or whatever, getting bit. Look, I got he bit me so hard right here on my hand. Was he just super today. excited? And he bit me right here. Was from excitement or anger? No, yeah, no, just excitement, excitement, or like just being mad. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So imagine. So what you're saying, it's like it's like just fuel, huh? For you, no matter what you're feeling, because the joy. Because I can imagine, I only get a semblance of it, like when I see them, right? When I hang out with Corina or Zeke, yeah. like Zeke could do whatever, and I'm just, I'm just stoked, you know? Yeah. So I could imagine that's only like a semblance of it, like so I could imagine how you guys feel, man, all the time. Yeah, bro. But what about, but that's interesting. So you find it very luxurious to just chill and just watch TV. Yeah, I want to or just turn everything off and sit in silence or things like that. But I think it's more about the idea of being present, right, of where I am. Mm -hmm. Because it's applying this kind of thinking, I would think, in any kind of circumstance, I would think. Mm -hmm. So. If I had children, like you, like you guys have that perspective, right? Yeah, it would change. You're excited, like, hey, I'm with my kids, regardless. Regardless if I'm tired, like, it doesn't matter. My my boy, my daughter are up, got to watch, you know? Mm -hmm. But yeah, but I guess more so I was thinking about how I feel like, do I deserve this or anything like that? I'm feeling joke, but it's like, those are all my thoughts. Well, that's what you've always struggled with guilt, right? Yeah. From what we've talked about. Right. Do you, well, do you feel guilty like when when people tell you like, "Hey, why are you buying that?" Is that does it stem from that? No, not anymore. Not nah, that. Okay. I don't Good. because once I read that definition of what guilt is, and I was recently that's when it changed my perspective of the way the words were put together. You know how because everyone's perspective, right? You might have heard it different ways, but then it just hits. Yeah, because someone yeah. said it a certain way, right? Yeah. So when uh, when I was told this that. Guilt is anger towards uh, turned inward when you feel you can't live up to the expectation of others. Yeah, that's when it made sense because yeah, it's all just the expectation of other people. Mm-hmm. So, so why do you feel guilty when you do that? Oh, it's because your parents start checking on you. It's got to be work. Don't be flow. Do this. Do this. Do yeah. that. So then, like, you can't have a moment of lounging because of that. And you're like, no, that's just someone else's thought of what it is. What it is. You know what? So yeah, because uh, it could be like one kid. I can't have two kids because I'll be right. too hard. But then Correct. when you have two kids, it's like... You make do, I, right? I want three, but then I'm like, I don't know if I could handle that. Well, it's because you make do, right? Yeah. It's like you figure it out. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. The uh, Man, I think I really think, man, that you need to... Uh, you need to listen or even watch. Just watch, I would say, on YouTube. Chris D'Elia's podcast. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that, and this kind of segues into some of the things that I've been thinking about, is... 
He is a brand new father. I think his son's almost three or something. How old is he? He, Chris Dilly is 40. Yeah, that's that. He's single, right? No, he's, he's with his girl. He had a daughter with her. A boy with her. Okay. So he, and the point of this is this, is that all his podcasts, a lot of it now what he talks about is how he's a changed man from his son. And he sounds mm. like you. Because everything's like the greatest thing is like, I'm Calvin's dad. Yeah. That was what I was put in this world to be, to be Calvin's dad. And the way he talks about it and how he's just present and like he's just staring at him and that everything he does is just great. And because him, he used to, and he's talked about this, you know, because he was canceled for a little bit, right? And he wanted therapy, he still goes to therapy to work out all this shit out because he said everything to him was just sex. Mm -hmm. All he cared about was having sex, 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 sex. So once he got famous... He said it became even easier. He'd have sex every day, no matter where he was on, on the road. Mm -hmm. He'd have all these emails, reply back to all of them, whatever. Hey, you're around, you're around, you're around. And they would be there, right? And then it caught up to him, right? And then in the process of that, he had his son. And through therapy, continuing therapy, all that, he's changed his, the way he thinks and you see it. Yeah. And the way he talks, so I think you would get kicked out of it because it's, it's a reflection of where you're at, right? That's As cool. a father. And, and he has a way of saying things. And he's funny. And he'll talk shit about Rick Ross. You know, shit like that. Talk shit he's about like, the boss? Yeah, he's a rosé. He's a, he bought the cow that milks itself. Because he's always just saying braggadocious shit on his Instagram. Yeah. That's what he does, right? So he just kind of thinks it's funny. The, uh, so that goes into what I wanted to talk about. I was thinking about why do I gravitate towards, you know, now to use this medium, the podcast medium, right? Why is it that, I, that I'm enamored with WTF? You know, with Mark Marin, uh, Tiger Belly, uh, Bad Friends, Chris D'Elia, some T-Fat Cape, but not as much now. And I can understand why. The reason why is because everything is so, aside from it being funny, these people articulate their feelings well. And they have this insight of what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And it's about self-exploration. And not worried about sounding off with certain things they say because they're just uncovering it. And to me, that's, that's such fresh air. And that's what I like because that's why because they'll go talk about old stories and how they used to view things and how they used to be assholes with certain things or better. And it's about improving and getting, you know, being a better person. And that's why it gravitates towards that stuff. That's why I rather sometimes I end up watching a few hours of podcasts as opposed to watching a show or a movie. Oh, that's cool. Because to me, it's just way more transcendent. Mm -hmm. you know? I don't know if like, is there specific things that you, that you understand that you're into? That maybe for whatever reason you gravitate towards that and that's why you go to that? Like, like what, what's some of the stuff? Right now, I've been, dude, like, I've never been um, political ever in my life. But, like, as of late, I've been, like, I want to say balls deep in it, but I've been caring more with, like, all the news that's been happening and all the, the headlines and shit. Now that, like, I have two kids, like, I feel like, like, it, that's where I need to put my energy towards, like, the, the new California. I think there's, like, a, a voting thing that's going to come up. There's a lot of bills coming up that we got to vote for that could impact my family. The propositions. The propositions, yeah. So that's what I've been, honestly, like, focusing mostly on as of late, dude. And the reason because why I, you're doing that is because it's changed you as a father because it's the world you're leaving behind. You yeah, because the, the, world, the world's different now. Like, I'm, I could say that. You know, it was never like this, dude. It was never like you got to prove that you're healthy to go somewhere. It was never you got to wear a mask to do this. Like, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, dude, the people that wear a mask in their car, 
do they wear a mask to sleep? Do they wear a mask in their home? Like, how far do they go deep? That's not a mask. They just, they're Botox. <laughs> no, like, a, like you know no, what I'm saying? Know, like, there's people like that. So I'm yeah. thinking, like, there's a lot of people that are probably, like, narcoleptic, bro, in the sense of being asleep. Like, oh. that makes no sense to do stuff like that. So me seeing stuff like that scares me, bro. Like, I live right by a school. I'm, I'm right by Ontario High. Right. And I'm by a junior high, dude. And I always see kids walking with masks. Not as close as I am. Oh, yeah, you're a Girl Scout. No, elementary school. Oh, yeah, there you go. But, like, I see kids walking with that on. Yeah. So I'm already seeing the conditioning, bro. It's like, you don't even know you have that on? Like, it's a hot-ass day, and you're wearing that. So that that's why. Because I'm seeing little kids already being conditioned to do these things, and I got kids of my own. Right. So I'm, I've been putting a lot of energy with that. Sometimes it's overwhelming, but I need to educate myself with that stuff. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm all for educating for the positive part, right? Because you're like, hey, this is, I mean, politics are, as people say, the dirtiest game, but it's what really affects everyone, right? Yeah, man. The, uh, I never thought I would get like this, honestly. The, uh, or this caring I'm not about surprised, it. man, because, I mean, you've gravitated towards show, I mean, well-scripted stuff that deals with it, like The Wire. Yeah, you know that's all dealt with all that because all these trails down from the government and the politics, right? The because uh, like check this out, bro. Yeah. Like the the trampoline spot, I took my son. Like like I like to say this. This is like my new thing. Like welcome to the era where common sense was replaced with sarcasm sense. So every, every like nothing makes sense no more, and people just make it into a joke just to bypass it. That's what I mean by it. Like in the in the spot I go to for my son, like the workers got shoes on on the trampoline place and masks. In my head in my head I'm like, bro, it's like so dangerous. Like you could get anyone sick. You're wearing shoes and kids like crawl all over it. Like I never put two and two together. But are they are they shoes that they just wear inside there? Like specific work nah, shoes? Nah bro. Like their own shoes, dog. Like you're not not even the parents or the kids are able to wear Shoes like you just wear slip resistant socks. Yeah, I think but the, that would be it. Yeah, but the worker, the worker should be doing that too. That's what I'm saying. So like, there's a lot of things that I see yeah, as a you parent. Should have asked, so what's up, like to the management, because that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, and like, there's a lot of things I'm seeing that I'm like, that don't make sense. Like, all the kids are like crawling on the jumping. Yeah, and bro. Like it's me. Yeah, dude. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Well, you know, I mean, obviously, you and I have had so many different conversations of this, of different things like this, and. And even before we started recording today, right? And, and you know, I'm, I'm kind of not aligned with you with all this stuff, right? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. We, we have different views of it. You know, I think that, that um, you know, I'm just going with the flow. Like, I think you're, you're, you're a father of two now. So, and then you've always been very passionate. So, you know, you got to, you'll find your own way, you know? Like, you, mm-hmm. you, have, you have certain fears that I don't, mm-hmm. right? Uh, because you're responsible for other human beings, you know, but yeah, you know, I'm just, but this idea of like the world, I see the world and the world's always changing. You know, I think like every generation before every other generation said the same thing. You know, I think like the, you know, the, the freaking, the lost generation was saying that then the golden age was saying, you don't feel like there's more, but, but in the past generations, were there people getting like restricted to yes. doing things 
Like what? Dude, think about the Holocaust. The no, Japanese but that was American a... encampments. So like when when I was a child, yeah. What, what restrictions were there that we don't that that we have now? Well, there's probably like more like uh, restrictions in terms of like race. Like people weren't allowed to do certain things. It all depends on what sector you look at. Mm-hmm. You know, like just take a dumb example. Like there couldn't be two Asians in one show. Mm-hmm. Or there couldn't be two black people on shows. Like, oh, we already got a black guy. We already got an Asian guy. Even to this day, we don't even see Hispanics really on shows, you know? Like, it's it's stuff like that. So there's always been some that's, type of restriction. That's part of the problem. They're the ones that, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, I'm losing, like, my rights. That's what I feel, honestly. That, that's why I'm, I'm getting fearful with all this shit that's going on. Like, is, I feel like I'm losing my right. particular anything that comes to mind right now? Like, like I told you, like, I had, like, you got to prove that you're healthy to go, like, to L.A., you know what I'm saying, to go to the Tupac thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it wasn't, it's not, it shouldn't be like that. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's, it's different, and it bothers me because I don't want my son to have to do something he doesn't want to do. You know what I'm saying? But what about restaurants? Like, now, like, right now in Miami, it's like, you, there's a curfew now in Miami right now at the moment. Because I'm, I don't know, some crazy shit's happening, and they can't serve alcohol past six p.m. Okay. So like, it's getting crazy. Like, like remember, like we were locked down here for two weeks. Remember, like the COVID shit happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't remember that as a kid, bro. That didn't well, happen in my a, childhood. Yeah, because there wasn't a fucking pandemic happening, dude. That's what to I'm me, saying. To me, that's the way dude. I view it, man. This this social way we are living, it's a human experiment. Yeah. All this is is stuff we've made up. People that made be, that made it up prior to us. So, if we want to contribute and be part of this social experiment, sometimes there are things that need to be taken away. Like freedom is not free. I hear that term all the time. It's so fucking stupid. Like freedom is free. Like no, freedom comes at a cost, dude. Mm. And then, and then I'm saying this is you, but I really dislike when people start getting upset. Nah, man, you're taking my freedom away. What what freedom is being taken away if it's for the benefit of everybody? If it's like if there's a fucking pandemic and we don't know how to put our arms around it, mm. oh, based on your freedom, this idea of freedom that comes from a cost, you don't want to be part of that and do that to mm. partake in the society that's supposed to be free. It's just it's just a snake that eats itself, dude. Yeah, that's where I strongly disagree, man. Because it's not freedom a is not free. Freedom no. comes at a cost, man, and the cost yeah. is a sacrifice. So they so they nitpick one section of the of the public pretty much. What do you mean? Because they're saying that we it's like someone's got to be sacrificed. So like fifty percent of the people that don't agree with that, or sixty percent of the people that don't agree with that, are the pretty much the sacrificial lambs. No, the opposite. They they don't want to do the sacrifice. Those are people that do not want to do the sacrifice. So if like they take ten people in a room and they're like, hey guys. You all have to get vaccinated because there's... Okay, so I see it different. So you're seeing it like you're contributing for help. For the help. I'm seeing it... Yeah, and I see it as, you know what? I'm just a number, so they want to do this. No, but that's how I see it. That goes into the thinking of conspiracy theories, where it goes into like fear tactics, because you think it's not true. It's not happening. Like, it's not that bad. I think think the, the term conspiracy theories was just created by elites, bro. So people could just dismiss... People for like asking questions or like I don't coming term, with logic, honestly. I don't see the term as a negative term. I'm not using it as a negative I, term. No, I, I, well, it is, bro. Like right. for people, like I feel like it's like the word crazy. Like conspiracy theory and no. crazy are like two words 
No, not at all. They're in the same basket. Not at all. Maybe people are trying to weaponize the word to make it as a negative. Yeah, but, people but do. But itself, conspiracy theories is not a bad word. It's it's the term you call people like it's a conspiracy. This is my theory because it's not proven. It's mm-hmm. the proper way of stating it. But just because other people try to weaponize it doesn't mean it's it's a bad thing. Mm. I don't know, man. I think they. I think it is a bad thing when you try to weaponize it, especially well, that's what like saying, people when they and they it. and they push it, push that like oh that's a conspiracy theory. Oh, it's conspiracy theory. And because yeah, it's a being, way of, right. of of just shutting them down. Well, that's, that's the way glib, I see. That's being glib about it, though. Yeah. You know, me, I'm not being glib about it. I'm talking about that. A lot of the core, at the core of things, and especially in this climate, about this idea of freedom and like, oh, freedom is free, all this other stuff. When you dig a little deeper and you ask more questions to those individuals, a lot of it has to do with this idea that we're under government control. Right. Mm. And this and this. So yeah, we're all that it. is at the yeah. baseline is the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear and the, the mistrust and all that. Right. Um, I think we need both sides. Right. I think we need both things because there's people that are because well, it causes are, debates, which are, is good. Not only that, but are more alert because if, yeah. if everyone is just like, no, let's just do what they tell us at all times. Right. Then then people are going to get controlled and you yeah. got to do it. You got to have both sides. So I just. I think it's about the, the dialogue, right? And and but really, each individual that has that dialogue needs to really understand why they stand where they stand. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times I hear people regurgitating things without putting thought into it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the way we think, it's stuff that we've learned and all that. But it's about taking that and putting it through your mental, you know, breakthrough of thoughts, unpacking, unpackaging it, hearing other things, and then formulating a thought of yourself, yourself. But I think when I just hear people constantly regurgitating the same shit they just heard, it's like, you're just repeating what you just heard. You, you didn't give it any thought. Mm-hmm. And I think the word that's dangerous. You know, that's that's where things get dangerous, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I've been seeing like a lot of people that have been like getting sick at hospitals and that I've had conversations with. So like that too makes me question a lot of things dude and what in regards to what what do you mean like sick in the hospital well that's why they go to the hospital because they're sick what do you mean like they get sick uh, from I the hospital really, what do you mean yeah i don't know if i'm going into detail okay but, okay but yeah dude but what what else man oh man i freaking uh my buddy was down so i oh, got out with him yeah oh nice so it was cool was man like, and then we were talking this to that and i was like yeah my brother's 32 he's all Renato's 32? Damn. Like in his head, you were still like a little kid. How old is he? He's your He's age. He's my age, 42. Uh-huh. I was like, yeah, dude, I've always been 10 years older then because I was talking about the podcast. So, oh, you guys have a podcast? I was like, yeah. I was like, the topic was just like, you know, to see the generational differences. Yeah. And that's when he's like, wait, he's, what generation is he? I was like, he's a millennial. He's like, what? He's that much younger? Well, actually, millennials go up to 1980, right? But I was like, yeah, he's 10 years younger. 1980. Yeah. yeah. But I, was like, I was like, yeah, he's 10 years younger than me, man. Like, he's a, uh, Oh shit! That's tight. you know, and all this other stuff, man. So yeah, he was down because uh, my guy we went to high school with passed away, but I didn't know that guy all that well, so that's why I didn't go. He uh, oh Luke came to pay his respects. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. because he kind of hung around more with that crew a little bit more, even though he wasn't the you know, Duncan Luke, Dutchman, right? Yeah, that's what like, you know, Johnny said as soon as I texted him that. And then the uh, <laughs> so Luke, he was like, um, and he probably kind of didn't want to go. You know, I think he was almost fighting to go because he stayed the night on my spot, right? And we were watching soccer all morning. Oh, that's cool, bro. Yeah, we were watching soccer all morning. Uh-huh. And it was like 1 o'clock. He's like, all right, I'm going to go. Because I think in his head, 
you know, he was thinking, oh, yeah, oh, he's seen these people yeah. in a long time. It's been years. He made things different. I was like, bro, so you're going to have a good time, man. I was like, you can see some people you haven't seen in a long time. Yeah. You know, because it was more about, I don't think, I think it was, a, it was a service, but it was not like, oh, you're going to see other people, you know, it wasn't like a funeral service and all that. So, yeah, but he said it was cool. He texted me, he's like, oh, man, it was good seeing those thugs. You know, I guess oh, that's tight. That's tight. But yeah, it's like on. Uh, so you, you wait, know. circle what though? When you, what year did you meet him, bro? So people can know. Dude, how, I became friends. How with long that's brotherhood? Dude, I've known him since sixth grade, but we didn't become friends till seventh grade. So what year was that? Well, I think I was, I think I was twelve, seventh grade. So I'm guessing like ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety one. Ninety two. That's crazy. Yeah, it was. I had him on my PE class. Near P. And class. I remember he was always like very, and he had like this, uh, this type of like watch. I think it was a Swatch watch, or I forget what it was, or a Gotcha or something. But he had like these different straps on it. I thought it was all cool. Like that's like, dope. It was like a surfer look. Like it was mint, like red. He changed it up. But the thing that always stood out with him was like he always seemed. He was always very composed and always very confident. And at the time, man, I was kind of like frantic. Like I was like, I remember we got a locker. It's fucking hilarious, man. So it's kind of embarrassing. So we had to get we had we had lockers for the school, but those were built in combination locks. But for oh, PE, I remember those. But for PE, we had to buy a lock. Okay. And I, I would always tell our parents last minute, or you know, our parents would yeah. always cut corners. Mm-hmm. So they got me this cheap ass lock that had a fucking football over it. Right? It wasn't a master lock. It was some fucking cheap ass lock. And I'm overthinking it. And before I do that, I break that fucking football. So I'm not embarrassed. I'm like an idiot in school. Yeah. I take it. And then the the teacher's like, this is a piece of crap. You got to get something different. You know? Like, it's not going to do very well. But I was already getting anxiety. Thinking like, oh, man, I'm not going to. I'm going to yeah. do things wrong or whatever. And I couldn't open shit. And I told my Luke. I was like, can you help me? And he was all calm. He was like, yeah. And he did it with no problem. But it was just because I would get all the anxiety, anxiety because yeah. of when we were kids. You know, we grew up like in a household like that, right? Jesus. So when I would get in environments like that, so I always gravitated. I was like, man, this guy's so calm and cool. So that's why basketball became such a big thing because I, I became so manic at it and so good at it. Yeah. It built my confidence. You channeled your it energy my, really it well built to my that. confidence and that bled into other things, you know? Um, so then I was the big guy when we played basketball, right? And all this other stuff. But yeah, man, so I've known him since forever, man. He's still one of my close to his friends. Do you remember your locker combination? Hell no, man. I, I remember kidding. mine. I was 28, 10, 21. So you got twice to the right. Did you have that same lock for like 30 years? How long do you remember that shit? I just remember it. I remember you do, and also you do you do uh, clockwise twice, and you do counterclockwise once. Yeah, and then, and then you do clockwise there. to the next yeah. one. Yeah, because I remember the last time I used the lock was when we did a uh, escape room in Pomona, me and Mercy, when we first so started dating. the same lock? No, but I, I, I was in there. That the only lock I've ever had in my life. Like I always remember the yeah, combination. You remember that combination, then? Yeah, bro. And then you can create your own, right? But yeah, I, I never did, lock. dude. I yeah. used the one that came with the store, dog. Yeah, I could hear the sounds, man. I could be like a blue one. Yeah, like the movie. Um, and if you know, in the in the lockers at school in junior high, because we weren't allowed to have lockers in high school, is the trick was if you don't turn it, you can just go back to the last number and you'd open it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so that's how it was on those. I remember in junior high, bro, we didn't even have, I think they were doing construction in our locker rooms, bro. We had to dress in like those brown little yeah, cabinet thingies. And then I remember we would have to put our clothes in cardboard boxes, bro. 
Dang. Yeah, dude. Well, yeah, my construction, bro. Fucking crazy, dog. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, bro, Chino. You, you don't even have to get undressed. You, you, wore, you wore like 8XL shirts. So you would just pull your shorts without fucking taking your I shirt off. I just did a little dance. Yeah, bro. The, uh, but yeah, but it was great. But it was like he, you know, he came to our, you guys were sick. So you guys weren't able to come to the, our parents on, uh, for the barbecue. But I was it was cool poisoned. I was sick, bro. So our cousin Martin, Hilario. Oh, Martin and Hilario went? Yeah, uh, Martin's wife, his his daughter. What is her name? Ruby? That's her name. Like, she's a freshman. Hilario's daughter? Alex. No, no, Alex for sure, but Martin's daughter. The one's in high school now. The oh, Daisy. Daisy. Oh, Daisy was there? Daisy went. It was cool. Oh, Daisy was dude. there. Um, then the other, the, the other daughter showed up with her kids and their boyfriends. And it was cool, man. What? Marlene and Magali? Not Marlene. Magali, because she was moving or her baby's just too new. Um, and then, of course, uh, Eladio's daughter, our cousin, was there too. And it was cool. We were just talking shit. That was dope, You know, bro. good barbecue, did all that stuff. Chris yeah. showed up, of course. Corina. And then her little daughter of, uh, what's one of our cousin's daughter's names? Martin's daughter's names? Magali. And what's the other one? Marlene and uh, Daisy. Okay. And so Kevin. The, the blonde one is which one? What's your name? I'm bad with names, man. Bro, I just named them all. Yeah, but which one's a blonde one? I don't know, Marlene. Okay, so Marlene it was is, her yeah. daughter that was there. Very like cute little thing. Yeah, she's just, adorable. She's just, just like her. Yeah, and she's got yeah. like her bangs and she just like talks. Yeah, and dude. So Corina showed up. She's like, hey. She wouldn't let her go. She oh, because she's a big, yeah. And Corina's such a sweetheart, man. Everything's like, yeah, like helping and everything. Yeah, man, it was a fucking good time, man. It was, it was like it reset and I was supposed to hang out with Luke after. So I hit him up. I was like, hey, man, you're more than welcome to come here. So he rolled over. We chatted. He rolled over and you told him to sit? Or like... Yeah, I was like, hey, roll over. <laughs> so he showed up. He, <coughs> he saw our folks. And then he wanted to get some more drinks. So we went out to the, the Claremont and went to uh, the, back, the back abbey. And it was cool, man. We sat out, had some drinks, talked about soccer, shit like that. That's cool. And I was getting tired. But he's like, hey, man, I want to go see the Batman. And my head, I was thinking, damn, it's like three hours. I was like, all right, man, let's go. You know, the weekend was my trip, my, 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 uh, my treat. So we did that. We went as soon as I him back, fucking passed the fuck out. Fucking he ended man. up passing out too. He said somewhere else. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. dude. But yeah, that did you guys crazy. leave and get your But money? I did see parts of the film because I already had seen it. But dude, that movie is so great. That's the best Batman, bro. That movie is so great because fuck it that focuses. that recency bias is bullshit. Because it focuses on the detective part. And it's such a film yeah, that I dude, loved. he nails it. And there's certain scenes that stick out that I love that scene, man. Who cares? If people haven't watched it now, then fucking deadbeats. Okay, so like when he's in the motorcycle when he's leaving and there's that big close-up on him and he's just looking yes, at him. Like, oh, yeah. such a beautiful shot. Dude, yeah. And like, like, you like you're saying. City. You feel like the city. conversation with the with the, the black cop and the, with the glasses. Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright and him. That dialogue was perfect when he was yeah, like, that's what, what does this all, mean? Like, film noir, detective, he was learning how to be detective because you'd fuck up all the time. And then the the, the deleted scene that came out today? Yeah. Fuck, well, they only showed him a little bit, right? And you couldn't tell who it was, but I just knew who it was. Like, in the film itself. Dude, his face looks crazy. Well, you just hear his voice. Yeah, well, they show him a little bit. Like, yeah, you can't He's tell. in the other cage. He's like in the other, like... You know it's Joker there because he's like, oh, yeah, because they don't Arkham you as a clown. It's Arkham Asylum. And that, yeah. The, yeah. uh... But yeah, man, it was a fucking great scene. He he sent he sent out his best. But yeah, then we came back, passed out, watched soccer all morning, and uh, yeah, man, it was a good fucking time. That's cool, man. To fucking hang out and all that shit, man. There was one thing I wanted to like uh, talk about, man. Like fucking, 
It happened earlier today. I was a little tired and I was kind of falling asleep and I was watching Italy not qualify for the World Cup, unfortunately. Then there's a knock on the door and immediately when I look and I'm like, and I, I hear a voice, I didn't know that voice, I get like this little, I wouldn't say fear, but it does take me back when I was younger with solicitors. Because our parents were like, don't open the door! Yeah, don't answer yeah. or they'd be mean to them. Yeah. And to this day, like it happens. Because I just yeah. want to, I'm not going to buy anything. But I got to be respectful and I want to shut it off, right? So there's two young girls. I'm like, hello. They're like, hey, so we know you buy Amazon. All this stuff and water. You guys drink water, right? And I was like, yeah, but I'm good. Thanks. Yeah, but that's I a plastic the, problem. But I hate the feeling that I have. Because yeah. I shouldn't get it's that. But it all stems out how we grew up. Yeah. Like we get this, like this feeling like, oh, like a joke. No, you're absolutely right, bro. Because do you I guys hate... get that at your spot or not? No, no, I, I don't. Uh, I don't, but I know I know what you're talking about. Like I remember never giving candy out on Halloween. Like when right. it was Halloween, I would love to experience like, yo, let's give the kids candy. Right, right, right. My broke ass ain't got no money. All the kids are candy. happy. Like, ah. Yeah, but like I remember like all the door, like it'd be dark, right. no lights. Exactly, dude. But that's bad anxiety, bro. And I'm barely learning that like right now. Like when my son has like a, a breakdown when, when he yes. feels like he's getting something taken away. Okay. Like, I, I tend to, like, sometimes raise my voice, or after, like, five minutes, I might be like, Ezekiel, chill, you know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, because I might, like, get frustrated, but now I'm barely learning, dude, to talk, speak calmly to him throughout the whole thing, dude. And how does that go? Is there a difference? You it's a huge know? difference, bro. Like, he calms down within, like, psh, le- like two to five minutes. Yeah, but because like, being loud, he's just... It's more intense, right? It's more so intense. It's like, yeah. So I mean, and, and I was like reflecting on that, dude. I was like, fuck. I was like, if we're taught at such a young age that whenever we're reacting off of something that we wanted or something that gets taken away, we're reacting to our parents and they're yelling at us. How is that going to translate to us when we get older? When like something doesn't go our way. Like it could stem into like depression. It could stem into trauma. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So like. I feel like me addressing my son and me and my lady addressing him in that calm demeanor is going to help him have a calm mind yes. under a stressful situation. I agree. Because he's fucking feeling so stressed I agree, with that, man. you know? Like, that, that, that brings it back to this idea, not idea, this brings it back to this, uh, man, it's going to be very shameful to say. So, this experience I had, so when we, we grew up in Los Angeles before you were born, I was in fourth grade, so I was like nine, ten years old, right? And, you know, our brother's two years older. And it was the first year I was getting bused into a school. So I was getting bused into North Hollywood. And it seemed like, wow, it was like a magical place. Like, there's houses everywhere. It's like white kids. You know, like, it's stuff like that. It was it was a different experience. And that's where I discovered a lot of art. Because my teacher was gay. We mm-hmm. knew he was gay, right? Even at that age. But he was so nice and he would focus a lot on art. So that's, that's where, he do, you know, he do a lot of... Uh, and it was very encouraging. So, back to this example. So, one of the kids there, I remember his name to this day, his name is Ralph. There was that comic books were like big, right? So, he had this thick ass comic book where it was kind of like an anthology series that showed all the characters, right? And they keep it like their origins, all this other oh, stuff. That's cool. And it was all drawn out. And I was all oh, so excited. I was like, can I borrow it? Or he let me borrow it. I was like, cool. So, I was all excited. It, so I took it home, right? I took it to play to the, the studio apartment. And then Chris all excited about it too. He's looking at it. And I was like, oh, be careful, be careful, right? Sit on the table. 
Chris spills a big glass of milk all over this anthology book, man. Yeah. Trenched. And I immediately like, ah, what's going to happen? Right? Going to a frantic, it doesn't help because then mom jumps in. It's like, why? Why would you do this? Why, why would you borrow this? Ah. And I'm a fan. Oh and, comprar esto? and all this other stuff. And I was just like, it was fucking chaotic. And I look back, I'm like, now I'm like, dude, it's just so the opposite of how things should have went. So I went to school the next day and I was all, dude, I wasn't even having thoughts. I bet you were like trying to avoid them the whole day. No, too. I was even having thoughts. Like, in my head as a kid, I remember like, I was like, oh, I hope he dies. Jesus. I hope he dies or something like that so I don't have to deal with this. Like that extreme, you know? Yeah. <clears throat> so then I get to school and I see, and I told a friend like, nah, I'm sure you'll be cool, man. And like, I started crying a little bit and I told him, hey man, stop your book. And he's like, it's all right, dude, don't worry about it. Because <laughs> I got him plenty of them. So, yeah, see, that's such a... It is, I mean, to remember to this day, that ex- the entire scene, man. Yeah, because look at the <laughs> way mo- our moms reacted to that. You know, yeah. instead of being like, things happen, I'll talk to his parents. Right. I'll take ownership because it's my son. And that's the way we should. And it's different because they, our, parents, our parents didn't have that luxury because our, our mom barely spoke English. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, so, so it's a different Easier scenario. said than done. We're all poor. Well, that's where we get better. Yeah, that's what Louis C.K. said. I think one of his comments never had struck me, but in one of his stand-ups, he said, the difference between me and my mom, why there was it was so chaotic at the house and they would beat me and all this is because money. Well, you were poor. Yeah. He's like, when you're broke and poor, you're frustrated and you're angry. Me, he's like, I don't get that angry with my kids, my kids because I'm well off. Yeah, and that and that's a huge difference, man. Because you know, think about it, tiny studio apartment. There's four of us. Yeah, working all day, hardly any money. So I think it's just chaotic, chaotic already, man. Oh yeah, man. Well, yeah, that's good, man. You guys like are that? fucking learning, learning your way through it, dude. Freaking um, I was asking you so about Disneyland, man. I put this note that I want to ask you, but I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, that I know what it is. So last time you guys had gone to Disneyland, right, was a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. right? And then I hit you, I hit you like, hey, man, because I saw the videos, and it was so exciting. It was so good. I was like, hey, man, let me, uh, for the kids, you know? I was like, hey, mm-hmm. man, next time you go, let me roll with you guys, right? It's like, mm-hmm. And you're like, yeah, for sure, man. And then when you guys went recently for your anniversary, you're like, hey, dude, we're going to go uh, next time, let's go, cause, but not this time because anniversary. And that's what I want to thank you for because that's what I meant by truth-telling. The and that's how I am with my friend now too. Before people make up excuses or stuff, I like felt that. bad, bro. I was like, "Fuck!" And then you should, but they make it so hard to like because I would have to hit you up to like to reserve a day huh? and then reserve a part. They make no, it hard. But that's as my fuck. point is like coming with the truth. That's the yeah. beautiful thing, and the fact that we have that, regardless of how, and it's okay to feel bad because it happens. And I feel bad even though. But the thing is, like, by you telling me, "Hey, dude, next time," because this time we're just gonna go. And I was like, "Oh, cool, totally, yeah. man," and. That's what I love, like, to have people have that dialogue with people, to just be truth-telling, you know? Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's certain things people, you don't have to be like, oh, that person's ugly or something. That's something else. But in terms of, like, this, yeah. you know, like, to have that ability to be able to be honest, like, hey, I just don't feel like going today because of this. Why? Why not? Why lie, right? Why make yeah. a fibs? No, yeah, that's true. That's a, that's a thing that we need to just snap out of it because we'll be more truthful to ourselves when comes another solicitor, bro. I should have gone to see. Let them knock. I think it's. Let 
let them record this and see how it reacts. Come on, better. Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, oh, yeah, you're here. Already. No worries. Good luck. You too. Damn, bro, they want to make a podcast cameo. Yeah, right? that's, a, that's a scary man. <laughs> Do you want to see how scary he is? How that's fucking? Like, you should be like, how dare they interrupt you in the middle of a fucking thought? Be like, man, you were saying, what was man, I you, saying? You were saying some golden nuggets, man. No, we have to practice that more, being honest about everything. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, because the more you do it, the better it is. You'll be honest with yourself because if you're making up excuses to like person here, person here, you'll probably be like, oh, out of five people, I gave two excuses. And then you're going to be adding to the wrong side of the top, bro. You open that, it's bad, right? Yeah. You shouldn't step into that. And the good thing is too, man, like if you don't lie, you don't need to have a good memory. You don't need to have a good memory. Yeah, you don't. If you lie, you better have a good memory. Shit. And dang, man, I thought I fucking turned this off. My bad. Fucking. Uh, I got season tickets now, though, so we'll be able to go. Yeah, and just let me know or ahead of time or something like that. No, yeah, we got to plan a day. I want to see because with the kids, man, I want you know. Yeah, we got to plan a day. Too, and going there with Zeke. Uh, and that'd be cool with Corina and all that, too. But obviously, the bigger it gets, it gets tougher because you got to invite all these people. The, well, uh, the reservation, everyone's got to reserve at the same time and, and get. Because you got to buy a ticket and then you got to reserve a date. And it depends if the date's available. That they made it hard like hard like that. Like all the people that like, to splur right? splur of the moment. Like yeah. there's no splur of the moment no more. I like mean, if you're like it's good because they have to at this moment, right? Because yeah. didn't you have a good time? Like isn't it like no, it's m- bad, more bro. ability? But even then, it'd be probably worse. If you nah, had to reserve, it'd be. I worse. think they have a capacity, bro. That's what I'm saying. But but yeah, man. Like instead of that, because that's what man. that's the things that are changing. I can't. Oh man, you want me to give you an update on the the dilemma that I was experiencing with my boy that I mentioned last week? About oh yeah, how's that? I think it's gotten worse. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. So I uh, so after that, oh you know, I haven't talked God. to him or nothing. Nothing had happened, and because I was like, whatever, you know, we haven't we haven't chatted or anything. Because then I tell her that I had hit him up, and be like, hey, dude, I hit you up. You didn't answer. Hit me up whenever you want, man. I hope all is well. Never responded. So then, on Monday, I think it was Monday. I get a text from, and he's like, hey, uh, what's the total of the ticket? So I can sell you the money. I get paid on Friday. And I was like, all right. So I responded, hey, man, I told you at the bar that it was on me. But if you want to pay, 140. Yeah. It's on you. That was it. So I'll see see if he's going to do it or not on Friday. That's it, man. Hey, man. Yeah, man, it's silly, man. But fuck, it is what it is, bro. But that's the update, man. You gotta be like, what's up, bro? Sorry I wasn't there for you, man. I was there, bro. I picked up, I replied, and I called him back. Mm-hmm. I just wasn't at the exact moment, dude. I'm alive, homie. Yeah, I know. You know, I, I just, know. I don't get it, man. But that goes back to truth-telling, bro. Yeah, it does. For whatever it is, man. People don't want to, if they want to, like... Be bitter about... Or be angry yeah. of other things. It's something else, man. It's something deeper. Who knows, man? But if we've known each other forever, you're my boy, and you can't be straight up with me about why you're mad... Because I get it. Like, me, I want to be mad about that because it's like, hey, people have a life. Yeah. People can't answer. But if some others do, all right, then be honest about it, man. Yeah. You know? Like, He's probably going through some shit that... I know. Who knows, man? Damn, hey, man. dude. I was going to tell you something, bro. Freaking slipped my mind, man. Is, is, it Ye, is Ye back on the ground? Oh, yeah. Thanks for saying yay. That's who I was going to talk oh, about. Okay, what's up? Now, he ain't back on the Whenever ground. Whenever you tell me I have something to talk about, I just immediately... That was funny, yay. um... They uh, took him off the Grammys, right? He can't perform. Oh, the Grammys. That's what they know. Yeah. So the Gram from the Grammys? Yeah, they took Damn, him. Damn, they can't eat Gram crackers either? 
all three. <laughs> now you count my and, grams uh, of coke. And it was it was dope. Like Jay Prince, he was all like, they need to just make their own sitcom and do their own award show. Okay. And then like I saw this video of like this dude interviewing Dame Dash when he was leaving the airport. And Papa like, Baggins, what is that on Instagram? Uh, Dusko Poppington. Dusko Poppington. And then uh, Bobo Baggins, Who's isn't Dusko? that Smeagol, bro? Chill, dog. What is that? That's his. That's his business. Yeah, but it's a reference to something, right? Dusko, Poppington. You should research that. Like it's such a funny name. But what happened? Um, they yeah. asked him, "How do you feel about?" Um, they said, um, "Oh, should Kanye go to the Grammys because he he could still win an award, and that's that's mic time for him." And Dane Dash is like, Kanye don't give a fuck about no Grammys. He's like. He's like, fuck them. He's like, they shouldn't be judging us. We should be judging them. He's like, we're, fuck it. We're going to make our own award show. But in my head, I'm like, dude, see, that's dope. But I hope they do that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because it is disrespectful for it's, for like this certain type of people to, to be like, all right, it's you that's the best. It's you that's the best. Instead of like, it's you started this culture, like all y'all, you know, make your own award show. That'd be the best way. And that is. Right. So there's two. There's. There's two different topics here, right? Well, one, he got canceled. Why? Because Trevor Noah was a host. Was it like a safety thing? Because even Trevor, Trevor Noah was like, why'd you guys cancel him? It's because he's like a Christian guy and he's like trying no, to fight for his him. kids, bro. But he didn't want him canceled. Like, so it was a committee decided he's based being, off what? What did they say? Based off safety or something? Shit, I don't know. Whatever. He's being okay. a... Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. But like uh, in terms of... Uh, Oh, well, yeah, no, like I've always told you, man, I don't care about awards. Yeah, it's dumb, Remember when bro. Kanye was all about awards? Yeah, it's right? dumb. I mean, it is, and I used to tell you, this is so stupid, bro. It doesn't it make is. any sense. And then later on, I ended the thing when he's pissing on the Grammy, right? Yeah, it's funny because he saying. pissed on the... So I'm just way ahead of the game, bro. He's like... Way ahead of the game. Yeah, it's all fake, dude. He pissed you. on the, the stronger Grammy. He's you like, because he didn't want to disrespect... Because all the Grammys that he like saw at the moment had like Jay-Z's name, Rihanna's name. He's like, right. stronger was the only one I saw... Well, my name on it, so I'm pissed on that one. Because I don't want to disrespect anyone else. Yeah, dude. Come like on, that's uh, cool. The, uh, and the reason why I've always thought about that with the award shows is because, I mean, I still watch it because it's just for to watch for fun. Not the Grammys. I always thought that was bullshit. The Academy Awards. But the... Because uh, Sean Penn, I've always been, like, stupid. Like, he's like... He's like... Oh, he's always someone's been. perspective like on like oh there's a better how do you judge there's a better film than this one he's like I directed the best movie so this year get, about my daughter he's like he, always get, <laughs> he would always not go and in the years that he decided like okay fuck it it's he because won, he, he wants to smoke huh he wants to smoke during the, the show and shit he did he does go smoke there. He's like, he does right he's no. a little cigarette smoke but I want to anyone up there I remember brother Chris would always get pissed off and get mad at me because like look at this fucking idiot because one time Chris Rock made a joke when he hosted his Sean Penn Got mad at the joke. And it's like, man, can this guy fucking take a joke? Because he even said it right there. Dude, um, I like the Rick Gervais's, or what's his name? Rick Gervais. When he did the Golden Gloves and he just talked shit yeah, to that for 10 straight minutes. I'm like, give a fuck, bro. Dude, yeah, I love them, dude. I'm like, who cares? He's like, they don't care. They hired me again. I'm like, yeah, he's like, I'm going to fuck. I guess he's like, I, I, took, I took Kevin Hart's job. He's all, like, poor Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like he bags on everybody, huh? Everyone. I was talking shit. He just everyone. roasted. Well, cool, man. Fucking, um, it was good catching up, brother. You feeling good? Yeah, I'm good, man. Feeling energized? Yeah, thank you for bringing that egg, man. No, I'm not feeling energized. Oh, yeah, you're welcome. What are you going to make, a cake or what? With one egg? I don't know, man. No, uh, I'm going to make a, I have bought some pork chops. 
and I have some Ritz crack and I have some fucking crackers, so I'm just gonna do like me and Essa, but you need the egg so they can stick to the cracker. Ah, uh, okay, okay. That's Look at you. All right, all right. Well, cool, Enjoy brother. It, man. Fucking love you, man. Love you too, bro. Well, man. Rest up. Mm-hmm. Take us out. For sure. Thank you, everybody, for listening, liking, subscribing. Under now Perception 65, we Ep- out. Atlanta. Man. That's that Love retirement. It. Oh, yeah, Atlanta's going to be great, bro. Yazim Bay. Peace.